Colombo. Murder by the Book. Starring Peter Falk, Jack Cassidy, and Martin Milner. This will be the last time that I can... Jimmy? Look at it this way, Mrs. Ferris. Maybe he isn't dead. Now, there's no body, no blood. No, he was shot! A classic feature-length Columbo, directed by Steven Spielberg. What, were you visiting friends in San Diego? He has a place there, a cabin. Oh, away for the weekend. Gee, that's nice. Hmm. This man, Franklin, took your husband's life. Can Columbo solve what just might be the perfect crime? How much for your silence? $15,000. Say, what kind of nightlife do you have around here? Nightlife? None. That's such a beautiful night. We should row out to the center of the lake and go for a swim. The first one, the clever one, that wasn't yours. Oh, I'm beginning to like you. A first-rate murder mystery written by Stephen Bochco of L.A. Law and Hill Street Blues fame. Hi, this is Julie Newmar, and you are listening to TV Confidential. And Robertson along with our guests Joseph Doherty and David Koenig as we continue our special roundtable discussion of both the original Columbo on NBC during the 1970s and the revival of Columbo that aired on ABC in the late 80s, early 1990s. David Koenig, author of Shooting Columbo, The Lives and Deaths of TV's Rumpel Detective. Shooting Columbo, available wherever books are sold through Bonaventure Press. You can also find it Amazon.com, BarnesNoble.com, wherever books are sold online. Joseph Doherty, Emmy Award-winning writer, director, producer, such classic shows as 30-something, Saving Grace, Pretty Little Liars. Also the author of the award-winning stage production, Chester Bailey, Joe's new book, A Screenwriter's Companion, Instruction, Opinion, Encouragement is available for pre-order right now through Amazon.com. Tony Figueroa is also with us, along with Dan Farron of Story Salon. When we went to break, we are talking about some of the extraneous moments in episodes such as Last Salute to the Commodore that, from a mystery purist point of view, have nothing to do with the plot, with the story per se, but from a character point of view, and in many cases, from a viewer point of view, were fun to watch because they added nuances to the Columbo character. Nuances, which David Koenig talks about in Shooting Columbo, nuances that came directly from Peter Falk himself. Joe? I think you flag it in the book, uh, the scene with Falk and Cassavetes about how much money do you make in a year. That it was really not on a page. It was, yeah, we can do this. We, we, we will do this scene. And he's just, yeah, none, and of, none of that's on the, on the page. It turned out to be, I mean, it, it, if you watch it, you'll have learned nothing about the show, but quite a bit about <laughs> about Columbo. And they just made you could, it up. No, but, you could, <laughs> but you could, yeah, it's interesting. But you, then you could guess that Peter Falk was an accountant. Because yeah, um, <laughs> he does do a lot of math and that uh, right off the top. Who was, uh, who was, who was the producer who, who, who told, I think they told Stephen Canal not to overwrite. That was uh, uh, Levinson and Link told Bochco, their first, uh, Bochco. Uh, Stephen Bochco, their first story editor, um, after he'd written a couple of these, they had to say, hey, you know, now that you see what the character is, don't write it like that. Just write it back, play it up a little bit so it sounds like something he would say, but not when Peter gets through with it, because every line he would stretch out and 
I mean, you could take an actual script and go line by line watching the show, and I've never seen a line that matched. He always <laughs> changed every single line that I've that I've seen, and and you know he tried twenty, thirty different ways: a pause here, an accent here, usually a different choice of words um, that he just thought sounded like the real Columbo. People, real Columbo? There's no real Columbo. Oh no, this this, this is how the real Columbo sounds. Um, and he would change everything. And if you gave him something that was perfect, ready to go, and then he tried to do on top of that, that's what Levinson and Link were afraid of, that he'd, you know, over Columbo it. Well, I, I it's like... It's amazing. Yeah, I... I I'm I, sorry, I, I'm, I'm just I'm too enthusiastic. This, this, no, this, this, <laughs> this, this is the Joe Doherty show with special guest star David Koenig. Oh. Uh, David, how many scripts have you have you actually had in your hands that you've read? Did you read well, Probably about half of them. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe probably a little more than half, probably 35 about of the 69. Yeah, about half. And, yeah, so, and, and every, every one of them, you just, you can just feel, it's just this, that must have, oh my God. Cause I'd done it some television and I could, I feel sorry for the wardrobe people because there's only one pair of shoes. Yeah. And I, and I feel, and I feel very sorry for the script supervisor. Uh, because yeah. the, what take what are we matching i don't know well, well you could just imagine if you're the if you're the actual story editor who wrote it themselves and every day peter wanted you on the set because he wanted you to constantly that doesn't sound right rewrite that rewrite that and then he'd write it rewrite it again himself anyway so you, it, it had to be i have to imagine maddening <laughs> to know every line you you write ended up getting changed in 12 different ways it's only, yeah, it's just like I could see. I mean, as I say, it's like as a as a writer, you'd want you wanted to. Boy, I wish I'd written a Columbo. Yeah. And really, maybe there was actually no way for one guy to write a Columbo. Well, I I always like to describe Falk as taking an, a stage actor's approach to Columbo because you know, besides the fact that he had a longer shooting schedule than he would have had had he done then he certainly than he had when he did tra- uh, trials of o'brien which was his typical you know a uh, six-day shoot with 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 colombo depending on whether it was a 90 or a two hour he would have as many as you know 12 or 14 days to shoot but he would he would take he would he would get as many takes as he felt was necessary until he got it right i always thought that was an endearing part of the preparation and that Fellow guest actors, especially those who had stage backgrounds like Peter Falk did, would appreciate that. But as you point out in shooting Columbo, David, that <laughs> that was not always a welcome addition. No, well, that could be. I mean, if it's two o'clock in the morning and you've shot the same "hello, goodbye," you know, forty times, that can be tough. And and certain actors didn't care for that, and others like like one of the best was Robert Colt because he had that same mentality as Peter Falk was he just ingested his own character and tried to make it, you know, the lines didn't sound like he thinks they should sound. He would change his lines as well. And he would sometimes, well, usually he wouldn't tell Peter if he was going to change it and vice versa. So they love the freshness of, you know, slowly tweaking things um, and seeing what the other one would do. And probably one, one reason that, Culp was asked back over and over and over again. I realized that Peter Falk would have loved to shoot digital instead of film, 
Because mm. he <laughs> just kept going, and everyone else on the stage would have just gone nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we had, I put another chip in. <laughs> Joseph Doherty is with us via Zoom, along with David Koenig, Joe Doherty, Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, director, and playwright, while David Koenig is the author of such books as Shooting Columbo, The Lives and Deaths of TV's Rumple Detective. Dan Farron of Story Salon is also with us, along with Tony Figueroa. We're glad you're with us as we take a deep dive into both the original Columbo from NBC and the ABC Columbo from the late 80s, early 1990s. Shooting Columbo by David Koenig, available wherever books are sold, as well as Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, wherever books are sold online. We're talking about how, for the most part, very little dates Columbo, even the ones from the 70s. One... one um, and th- this is an exception only insofar as we no longer use pagers. But at the time um, they filmed the one with Ian Buchanan and Deirdre Hall, the pager plays a very major role. Not only does the pager play a very major role, but the fact that it's new and Columbo is fascinated by this new way of communication, that also plays a central part in that. Show. So even there though we don't, there was a cell phone later in one. I, I'm trying to remember. Was it uh, a, a Shatner one? One of the later ones. Oh, a butterfly. Oh, he couldn't get coverage in the mountains. Yeah. He couldn't yes. get. Co- he couldn't get coverage. He in couldn't get the coverage in the mountains. So he had to be strategically in one spot. Where you know this is obviously before the uh, you know this is when cell phones were analog. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you turned a corner, you lose your signal. There's also so we have the digital revolution. Also, yeah. fact, also big fax machine spot in in murder on the agenda. What is it? He actually has to. He has you watch Peter Falk understand what a, what fax is a word of and what it represents. And it's like it, and it's and those are the beauty spots. I mean, if you, people talk about trying to bring the show back. Don't no no. Oh, no. I, I would imagine no. the show would be five minutes. Because after a couple of uh, one more things, and you have a pencil, and uh, the sergeant would show up with the DNA results. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> and that would that would be it, unless you wanted to have you know Columbo in the courtroom, which we never saw. You know, yeah, which, you know now 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 the villain would have the dream team and 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 get off. But it's uh, it's you know it's actually, might be pessimistic. No, no, because it, actually I think they would have caught. Jack Cassidy faster in, in, in the first one because he's making using payphones and and one called from the cabin. We all know that you did that. Yeah, but nowadays, oh, every ATM camera would have caught, caught every step of that drive to San Diego, and they would have taken the GPS out of yeah. the car. Yeah. So. But they well, yeah, which is interesting. I mean, again, there's a, I, I, I think. I'm not going to say you've you never go into a police station during the NBC shows, but the ABC shows showed you much more police station stuff. Showed you much more cops. There was a, you know there were actually was a standing you know kind of a squad room set for a couple of them. Um, 
but I think you know that's that's almost it's it's like the inverted Barney Miller. We're never going to go home. Well, we're never going to go to the police station, and we embrace it. It wasn't going to look like everything else, and it, it's so. I really have to keep my mind. I have to remind myself that Levinson and Link didn't just create Columbo. They created Mannix. Mm-hmm. And and I think five or six other mystery shows. Uh, they did the Jim well, Hutton. You know, um, they did the Jim family, Hutton and Ellery Queen. Like Ellery Queen, to yeah. tell you the truth. Excellent. Yeah, Murder She Wrote. Several others. Mm, yes. Yeah. There was one where we meet Columbo's nephew, and it's at the wedding, and the wife is kidnapped. Which was like, I, I thought that was the total departure from the other ones where they were trying to, it was a missing persons. It wasn't a murder. It was right. And, and, that's from, and, and that's from, that's from an Ed McBain book. Ed McBain, yeah. yeah. And it's odd. David? Yeah. <laughs> David talks about that in, in, in Shooting Columbo, but I don't think David wants to give that away. <laughs> okay. Shooting Columbo available, hardcover, paperback, now and as an audiobook, correct? Correct. Audiobook through audible.com. Joe Doherty's latest book, a, screen, a Screenwriter's Companion Instruction, Opinion, Encouragement, available for pre-order through Amazon.com, correct? Yes, but if you but if you go to the publisher, Fayetteville Mafia Press, and pre-order there, not only will you get a signed copy, but none of your money will go to build spaceships for rich people. <laughs> That's a Columbo episode. <laughs> the, 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 the murderer's alibi was, I was in, no, Monk did that, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the alibi, I was in space, I could, I killed him. You know, that's pretty good when you think about it, for a show that started in the 1970s. Even people who aren't that familiar with it, I can't begin to tell you how many times I heard somebody say, oh, that should be a Columbo episode. Yeah. Or that well, would be, shoot, I mean, like, I, yeah. I said to my wife one time, uh, somebody was irritating me, and I said, all I really need is a swing pool and a block of eyes. <laughs> uh, and that's... <laughs> uh, yeah, and there you get in the ding-a-ling ice cream truck, and off you go. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. We, we, we're jumping around between the original NBC and the 24 from... ABC, but since we started off talking about the ABC shows, one one topic, uh, I don't think we asked you this, David, when you visited us last time. Um, viewers uh, of the ABC shows found the murders, the murderers too likable. And that was one reason why they the ABCs did not quite develop the following that the NBCs did. did I, is, is that correct? Well, that, that was one of their suspicions when they did audience testing after the first uh, season was complete on the ABC shows. They, the ratings were, were very bad um, after that, that first uh, four episodes. And so they started asking people why. why you know, this is, we tried to give you the same character and the same show that you loved. Um, and that was one of the things that that they heard was that um, the the executive producer at the at that time was the same fellow Richard Allen Simmons who executive produced the last year and a half of the NBC years. And if you watch those episodes, you can see them sort of, sort of change because he was very character driven. He was um, 
he didn't care for mysteries. He didn't care for Columbo, the TV show, but he thought he thought Peter Falk was hilarious and he loved that character. And he thought the main uh, dynamic of the show and success of the show was the villain and how the villain played off of Columbo because Columbo was always going to be great. Peter was always going to be great. So if you give him an equally good villain, somebody who's equally interesting and fascinating to play off of, um, his theory was that would, would make a better show. And that's, um, and in some ways he was right. And it shows, uh, like Joe was quoting earlier, the speech from earlier, which came from try and catch me, the Ruth Gordon episode. And she's just, that's just an outstanding episode. Um, but her villain part is built up more than, than all the villains before her. And, you know, very sympathetic toward, toward her knocking off, uh, you know, nephew Edmund who probably had it coming um, and, and really built up that role as well as the, the couple he did after that. And then when he came back, it was the same thing where he, he typically patterned his villains after somebody famous in the news, uh, like Oliver North or uh, Steven Spielberg, somebody like that would become the sort of template. And then he, he created this sympathetic villain story and really play up that. And that, that was sort of his take. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Shooting Columbo, The Lives and Deaths of TV's Rumpel Detective by David Koenig, available in hardcover and paperback through Bonaventure Press, also available Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. The audiobook edition of Shooting Columbo, now available through Audible.com. Joseph Doherty's latest book, A Screenwriter Companion, is available for pre-order, both through the publisher, Fayetteville Mafia Press, as well as through Amazon.com. David Koenig, Joseph Doherty, Dan Farron, and Tony Figueroa will all be back next week for part two of our special roundtable discussion of both the original Columbo on NBC and the revival of Columbo on ABC. We'll continue talking about some of the differences between the ABC Columbo and the original NBC Columbo. We'll also talk about, among other things, why Columbo has enjoyed a revival of interest over the past year or so for reasons that have nothing to do with the pandemic. That's part two of our conversation about Columbo next week on TV Confidential. In the meantime, Vitagraph, America's first great motion picture studio by Andrew Arish, available through University Press of Kentucky and Amazon.com. Ed Robertson, back Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.